Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to the Life Listen Network. On today's episode, we're thinking about how to create a smooth and simplified holiday season by getting a jump start on the planning. We promise that a thoughtful November will lead to a peaceful December. We'll talk about grocery store turkey dinners, simple Costco hams, the Christmas decorations we secretly hate, and why the heck everyone is so scared to throw a holiday party on a Saturday. And we've got a big surprise. The Home Hour has a brand new name, and we can't wait to welcome you home to our brand new show. All that and more on this week's inaugural episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Kirsten. And welcome everyone to, I don't even know what to say. To Welcome Home. The show is called Welcome Home. Welcome home. (laughs) Boom. Boom. I like it. I think it's really uh, We're we're not bearing the lead. We've got exciting news on, oh gosh, this is going to be hard. I want to say we've got exciting news on the home hour, but we've got exciting news on the podcast formerly known as the home hour. We have a new name. Isn't that crazy? It is. No, I don't think anyone really cares but us because (laughs) dear listeners, from your perspective, nothing changes with the arrangement. Like the podcast will still be the same format, same concept, everything. But we are little baby birds that have grown from the nest in a wonderful way. Um, Life Listen, the network is still our mother bird per se, but um, we've done what we had hoped to do. The show has grown. The numbers are great. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. We've grown. Hooray. Like, woo, woo. Like, we we also, we've legit. been doing this for like almost two years. I think what we've really realized is as we've talked and as we've brought guests on, we definitely do focus on the home a lot. But mm-hmm. we talk more about sort of living life in our homes than like, you know, tiling. So. Design, right. And yeah. drought. I mean, we talked about ghosts last time, Kirsten. I mean, yeah. we're all over the place. So anyone who listens to us by now, we filtered out those who were looking for a very heavy design show. <laughs> so. so we just have decided it was sort of time to, to rebrand. Now, a rebrand is not going to be an overnight thing. And the reason why is because this is a podcast that people listen to. We know how you listen to the show. We can see the statistics. And sometimes it takes people three weeks to listen to a show. Um, some people listen to a bunch of shows at once. So even though this show is going to come out in early November, a lot of you won't even hear this till December. And we don't want to lose any of our audience. So we're going to be keeping the same logo and even the same name on um, the podcast listening apps. So if it seems confusing, because we're saying it's the Welcome Home podcast, but it says the home hour, it's just sort of that's just kind of the way we have to do it. But we do have a new logo, which we can't wait to unveil. I think it's really pretty. Um, But here's the deal. If you are subscribed to the show, nothing changes. We will show up in your feed and it'll start popping up with the new logo and the new name pretty soon. And hopefully you're as excited as we are. But if you have not subscribed to the show yet, maybe you're coming over from the mom hour because I know they were kind of talking about this um, this new rebranding as well. Or maybe you just found us from a friend. Go ahead take this moment to subscribe um, to the show yes. because maybe you'll forget our new name and then we lose you forever in this deep the name's dark welcome internet. Home. Yeah, it's the name welcome, is welcome Home. home. Welcome home. With, yeah. <laughs> um, and if you're not subscribed on Instagram, please go ahead and do that now. And while we're at it, 
if you have liked the show, because this is sort of a crazy new chapter for us, if you could go on iTunes and leave us a review, I cannot even tell you how much that would mean to us. We would be. We so don't even know why it means so much, but it means a lot in the iTunes world. It does. So it's reviews like matter. Critical. But even if they're bad reviews, if you don't like it, leave us a review. We're cool. We're cool with it. We have a thick skin, or I do. Um, and tell a friend about us too, please. Um, share the show. We're just really enjoying all of our new listeners. And um, oh, promo codes, Kirsten. We got to yeah, touch okay, on so that. Okay, so this is actually huge. You guys know that um, there are costs associated with putting out a show, and we do have advertisers. If you are listening to one of the old shows, maybe after this, you're going back and listening to a show in October, September, and we mention a certain deal that's available to our listeners, and the promo code had something to do with the home hour or a backslash home hour, you can still use those codes. Those codes are still active. We'll be making that transition with advertisers soon. But if you want to save money on some of these sponsors, because I know we do give some pretty good discount codes, just keep using the same ones. So again, this is probably a more significant thing yeah, in our lives going like, wah, 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 get to the show. <laughs> but the show's called Welcome Home. We welcome you into our homes. That's kind of what Kirsten and I thought we were, uh, that's more of our goal and what we're going to try to do in the future. But now we are going to talk about Top 10 things because the holidays are upon us. The top 10 things that we think. And actually, I'm looking Wait. at these lists. Basically, this is way more than 10 we, things. And you also know, like, we cannot be we cannot be confined to a number, Graham. That's not our speed. There's just, there's going to be a lot of tips. Here's a lot of things to make your holidays smooth. To be determined tips. Number of tips to make a smooth holiday season. Because it is game time. So we were talking about people who listen to podcasts. And by virtue, if you're a podcast listener, you're likely a multitasker. So this will be good. It's a little bit early. You're hopefully on your game. It's really November. But these these are good life tips. Kirsten, you want to start us off? Sure. Well, basically, I think, yes. Like you brought up November. It is November. Um, your November is going to be your December. Like that's just why I don't understand that because what does like, that mean? because if in November you're on it and you're thinking ahead, then your December is going to be amazing mm-hmm. because there I, is more to do. Like that is just a fact of life. December is double the double the stuff half the time. That is true. Right. Especially With all the- my children are basically mm-hmm. in college. They get like a five week holiday break there I mean they don't even go to school in December it's obnoxious I love our school our school is wonderful we love our teachers we love everything about our school except for the ludicrously long fall or whatever five week break you should make them get a job (laughs) I used to when I came over from college I had to get a job all the time I had to work over Christmas break it's not really college my daughter's six I don't know. There's always something. I mean, Santa's helper. I don't know. She could be doing something. But no, I see that. And that's part. I think I put that on my list for I love it when at least the week of Christmas, I do not like to be scrambling the week of Christmas. That is a very bad feeling for me. Um, So that's why your November will be your December, because we all want to do those things. We really want to. When I think of what I want to do over Christmas it's really like I want to watch Christmas movies and have mm-hmm. eggnog and decorate the tree leisurely. Leisurely. You know, not, leisurely. Not like we got to like... decorate the tree because so we got to get to our next holiday thing. So right. I gotta get to, Put the yeah. tinsel on. Yeah. Hang the tinsel. Right, right, right. And so <laughs> that only happens if you pre-plan, which, by the way, this is very like do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> but this year, I really do feel like, especially because we're doing this episode early, this is my year. Highly aspirational. Okay, well then, uh, see, this is really, this has turned into quite a conversation. So I'm going to go into one of my things on my list where um, set dates for when things come out. And I think this is really crucial. Okay, like 
I don't know about you, but we store all of our Christmas stuff or our holiday stuff in boxes and we store it underneath the house. And if I've been asked once, I've been asked a million times when the elf is coming out, um, when the tree goes up, you know what I'm saying? They want to know when that's happening. And it can't just be vague, like around this time, around that time. I have dates for when things come out. For example, my children know that on, um, on the day that the Christmas tree goes up is the day that the elf comes out. And that's when he starts to live. In Wait, isn't that a thing that everybody knows that date is, is Friday after Thanksgiving? Oh, you mean, yeah, but aren't you Black Friday shopping that day? I don't I mean, know if that's – it's sometime. It's the day you get your tree. It's sometime that weekend, right? You don't necessarily always get it. Well, okay, this is interesting. So it, it, it always has been a, a day that's the same. It's always Friday. However, sometimes if we have family coming into town and they're leaving Saturday, we'll do it Saturday – but it's mm-hmm. always that Friday or Saturday. Now, last year, I have a good friend who broke mm-hmm. all the rules. And she mm-hmm. said, we were out of town for Thanksgiving. We were coming home like mm-hmm. two days after Thanksgiving. She's like, I want to come home to Christmas. So they did it before Thanksgiving. and she came Oh, I thought she let somebody else set it up for her, oh, which is really <laughs> the best be way to do it. Everyone. That's the creme de la creme. Like, that is a joyful thing for me to get out those boxes. Like, that is part of my holiday happy. But I did it too, and it was it was really hard for my husband because he does not want to impede on Thanksgiving. He loves Thanksgiving. Um, mm-hmm. So that was but, – uh, but considering we were gone for Thanksgiving, it was like, come on. Our house isn't, you know, doesn't know. So we did. Yeah, it and we're gone for Thanksgiving, and then we come home, and we've got, of course, for anyone in Alabama, we're going to the Alabama Auburn game. So that's basically that's like a national holiday. No, here. for sure. That's no, no, no. I, possibly I get it. bigger I get than it. Thanksgiving. So, so what I'm saying is that's the weekend after oh. Thanksgiving. So there, there will be no setting up when that's going. Would on. you consider doing it before you left town? Because that's the no. other thing. When you come home no. from town, you're going to have all your laundry and all that. No, that's what I'm saying. It's getting punted. So my children know basically also when the advent calendars come out, I think that's the day that things – so December 1st. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, I would do that's it before you leave for Thanksgiving. Mm, I don't know. Why? Just, also, it can be very hot here sometimes and things wilt. You also have to think like, for example, we carved our pumpkins. Um, it's it's Halloween tomorrow. If anyone, Everyone's like, you guys are all over the holiday map right now. But our pumpkins are already rotten and we carved them seven days ago because we've had a freak warm spell and it's been 78 degrees. And so our pumpkins have already rotted out. Do you remember in college when I carved a pumpkin? And I left, I left it in Virginia, and I left it on the desk, and we went away for fall break. We went to South yeah. Carolina. We came back. Oh my we gosh. came back. Literally, I was on the third floor. You walked in the lobby. Like, what is that smell? What is that smell? And this like wave of shame came over me. I'm like, oh gosh, please don't let it be my room. And as I like climb the stairs, I'm like, it's getting more pugnant. It's getting more pugnant. Yeah, and they turn the heat on. Oh, that had rotted. Oh, oh my it gosh! Was... It had rotted into the wooden desk. You, I mean, literally, you could smell. Oh, it I remember that. I think you. I think you ruined the desk too. I did. It really ruin does the desk. get I... everything wet. Oh, it's gross. Oh my goodness, it was bad. Yeah. So no, it's it is. We are taping this on October thirtieth, and we're going to be carving our pumpkins tonight, Graham, because I live in Arizona. Um, but okay, I like that. I like that. If that's going to be a thing, that's going to just give your kids a a set date. Do it. I like that. That's smart. Mm-hmm. I liked your thing about babysitters. Ugh. Well, do you already kind of know what the big parties are? Because I feel like we know, you know, my husband's in this men's group. We know we have a dinner for them. We're in this other group. There's a dinner, the office They're party. Slowly, They're slowly, slowly starting to come together. I've gotten two or three. Okay. So I feel like people plan these things in advance 
uh, holiday parties because, you know, everybody understands those are really coveted dates on the calendar. And so Mm -hmm. we have all those dates already on the calendar. So I've started booking babysitters. That is so smart. And you have good enough babysitters that won't flake on you. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. You should. That's a good thing to do. Probably just book some Thursdays. I feel like Thursdays have become the really popular day for social events. Well, because everybody knows there's too many parties. But okay, here's a phenomenon. I actually do want your opinion on this. Do you feel like Saturday has become so sacrosanct that everyone's scared to throw a party on Saturday and thus nobody's throwing parties on Saturday and you kind of then feel like a loser because you don't have anything to do on Saturday? But if anyone just planned a party, you would probably go to the Saturday party. Yes, yes. But the thing is, we're all so tired because we went out to a party on Thursday and then I had to wake up early on Friday. That's what I'm saying, right? So everyone's like loading their parties on Thursday. So we'll go like back to back events on Thursday, but then we'll just be like sitting around twiddling our thumbs on Saturday because everyone's scared like to to claim the Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but if you that's a lot of pressure to claim. The, right. It's claim like, who are you? December. Right. That's like, who are you? That's so ballsy that thinks you get a Saturday in December to plan your party on. <laughs> you really got to be pre- legitimately going to be there because if not, I can't make it. No, for right. sure. It's for massive sure. self-confidence to claim one of those days. <laughs> I love totally. it. Oh, I've we're having a party this. on Monday. We have a Monday dinner party we've had for like five years. Yeah, because people are starting to take the weird days. But I, I don't know. I think this is a new phenomenon. That people, yeah, everyone's like, I can't mess with Saturday. Unless yeah. it's unless it's an office. An office is the only person with the courage. Although I think my husband's office does it on Thursday. Well, they don't care because they know everyone has everyone to come no has matter to what. <laughs> I think I was maybe the one who's like, do it on Thursday. You don't want the pressure. People will quit. (laughs) That's hysterical. I'd quit my job if they said you had to come on Saturday. We're not having the Welcome Home podcast Christmas party on a Saturday. I will not be there. I'll just be sitting by myself by my computer in my son's closet hoping you show up to my podcast party. (laughs) All right, guys, let's help some people. All right. You and I had, I've seen your list. You've seen my list. You and I Mm -hmm. both have the same thing, which is controversial. It is. You know what? It starts with the Q, right? You know what I'm talking about? Okay. On three. One, two, three. Quit Quit Christmas Christmas cards. cards. If we're going to say it at the same time, you have to say it at a normal tempo. (laughs) Totally defeats the purpose of counting. I I haven't been able to pull the plug on that either. I think I'm a little bit too lame. I've never done it, but every year I think about it. I think really hard. And I know you've never done it. I get a Christmas card from you every year. I didn't do it last year. And I thought it was going to hurt so badly and it didn't hurt. I actually haven't done Christmas cards for the last two years. Now, my husband really likes it. It's like one of his favorite traditions. And it's also that accountability to actually take a family picture. So Mm -hmm. I'm not anti-Christmas card. And I love getting them. So like here I am saying don't do it. But um, but gosh, it is such a pain. It takes so much time. It's pretty expensive. Like it's a it's an endeavor. It oh, is it's a line special. item. Yeah, in the budget. It is. It is. And it's special. Um, and it's nice. And there's a lot of reasons to do it. But what we have done is we've switched to the Easter card. Oh, so you're still sending out a card. Well, we okay. didn't do it last year because last year just things happened. But um, but yeah, we've been doing Easter cards for like the last two years. And my mother-in-law's always done Easter cards. And the one thing about an Easter card is it's like you're the only one. You know what I mean? Kirsten, we're going to have our Gracious Living um, podcast welcome home cards stripped of us. We have just said here on our Gracious show about loving homes to stop sending holiday cards. Well, if it's not. Well, no, we talked about the pros and cons because I like you that really you get say a, any pros. Yes, I did. I said I love that you get a family photo. That's great. Okay. And it's accountability to do that because when do you do that? You know, yeah, and uh-huh. I also love receiving them. 
But I'm just uh-huh. saying that for like, and I know some people really enjoy that. Like some people think it's the greatest thing ever and they schedule it in October and they're on it. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so many d- people. I think that's the deal. I think you do it. You take your pictures in October and you update your address book. Oh, that's the other nice thing is like, I don't know anyone's address anymore. So like, it's mm-hmm. the only chance I have to update my address book. Because when are you okay, just Okay, so like, I want to talk about another social, another social phenomenon. I do keep my address updated, but I must say, and this is not necessarily here, but a lot of the people that I grew up with, I think, or maybe New York people, they're bi-coastal. Dun, dun, I felt like, <laughs> like they don't have a primary residence, I think. A lot of I've noticed that a few at least I have enough people that I know, maybe ten to fifteen, who spill it time between the coasts. And <laughs> I know that sounds I'm like sorry, a ridic- your friends are so fancy. They can't be well, it's not me. one address. I'm not saying it's me, but it's a really interesting phenomenon that I was thinking about the other day Who because are these people. I can't even keep like one house clean. Well, I mean, they're not big houses. I just think they, you know, they travel for business and usually people have like a small place in New York and a small place somewhere else. I mean, you know, it's just people Maybe they move should have and, a podcast. So. But how do you send them like a wedding invitation? How do you know where things should go is my question. That's why I think electronic is getting bigger and bigger. I got married at 25. Like the only like bi-coastal people or people still living with their parents. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's a thing. I think it's I think it's happening. I mean, we're not clearly, but um, we're just smack in the middle. Well, I think sitting still in Alabama is it's like it's sort of for some people. I do feel like an address is almost like a landline. Like right, that's what I'm saying. They don't like they don't like being pinned down to an address. Totally. I don't know my parents' address. Well, your parents just moved. I know, but they, they well, longer story, but yeah. They don't care. Yeah. Okay, have we made anyone's holiday smoother? I don't know. Well, we've given permission, <laughs> we I guess. To... Maybe don't do Christmas cards, except for that you probably should. We just added guilt. And yeah. Oh, on it. I liked another thing on your list okay. was a meeting with your spouse. Yes. Um, the gift meeting. Because let's be honest, that's kind of awkward. Spousal gifts. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't mean like, what are we going to get each other? No. Oh, oh, that's what I was hoping you were talking about. I find it to be super awkward. Like, A, I mean, we have joint checking accounts. So I see when he buys, he also, Harrison never spends money. So if he buys something, I've seen it, you know, (laughs) three weeks, four weeks in advance, although Mm -hmm. more like two days in advance. Um, But I never, and also his birthday is like a week after Christmas. So is yours. I know. So we are really, really busy this time of year. But, you know, I like to kind of discuss with him what he wants or what we want to do or it's usually a conversation. Yeah. Okay. No, but that's so you not just really buy what random gifts? I, no, no, no. We don't get each other gifts for Christmas. Why not? Because I hate gifts. Mm, that's true. You just kind of want to do what you need when you need to. Yeah. And also just kind of like, like if we get a gift, it's like, okay, we want a new TV. Mm-hmm. You right. Let's, right. Let's go in like, and get that together. Mm-hmm. And then, like for his birthday, be like, "What do you want? What do I want?" But I know, but I feel like we've grown out of the fun of, "Hey, here's a gift. I thought about you. I love you. Happy, Merry Christmas, or Merry, Happy Holidays." You know, I get him things from our sponsors for the podcast. Yes, that is so great. I gave away one of those bark boxes that we got the other day to a dog, and it was the happiest thing ever. My dog is actually obsessed with this bark box. That was really good. Um, maybe that's what Fritz will get for his. For so, his what did Christmas. you mean when you said what November I said was, was in the same way that like you just have to acknowledge December is a crazy busy month. Like you have mm-hmm. to act like your business. You know, like a business is like okay, we're gonna do a corporate gift. We're gonna like they plan that out in November. They're not like oh, mm-hmm. what should we get our biggest clients? They're like okay, what do you think our company's gifts should be this year? or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? So uh, that's kind of what we have to do because the reality is like when you think, start thinking about people who 
like work for you. You know what I mean? Like, what about your gardener? Do you get them a mm-hmm. gift? Do you tip the mailman? Do you, mm-hmm. um, you know, what about um, our parents? And then, and then of course the big one is like, you know, do we do siblings? And you know, in, in my husband's family, it's a really big family. So we've, ju- we just do grandkids or how do we do it this year? I think we've started doing a lottery. My mom had a really big family. She was one of seven. We always did a lottery. So you would just get one gift for one person, but just sort of mm-hmm. planning out how many people are we actually buying gifts for a neighbor, you know, all that okay. sort of thing. Well, things. here, this then this show will be called Graham's List to help make Kirsten's holiday smoother. That's a one-time thing for the most part. So I have an Excel, I have a list, a Word document that has all the people, like, for example, I mean, every year you're going to have a mailman. Every year you're going to have, you know, for the most part, a school teacher, you know, for so a while. Do your bi-coastal like, friends who you don't even know their address? How many mailmen do they have to tip, Graham? <laughs> Your fancy, fancy friends. Yeah, what are they doing? That's a good point. I should ask what they're doing. Um, no, but so we just have – I have the list every year, and I just reprint it out, kind of change the names as the characters have changed. And that's – but, I mean, I know by now, like, the godchildren. they're why it sounds so funny to say characters. Just thinking <laughs> I mean, of the Graham show. Yeah, yeah, that's what – I mean, you know, a different name for your, you know, child's preschool teacher every sure, year. Sure, Yeah, exactly. Um, the teacher – oh, my goodness. How did I slip – you know what our school does actually for teachers, which is great? What? We do this thing called Snowstorm, and they're okay. like, don't buy your teachers a bunch of stuff. Don't yeah. buy the – you know, because then also people get forgotten. You know what I mean? Like the, the mm-hmm. specialist teachers totally get forgotten. The people who work oh, at the yeah. front desk, the administrators, the uh-huh. – um, you know, who, who thinks of the school's custodial staff, you know? And so mm-hmm. what they do is they say any money you would have spent, just write a check. Mm-hmm. And they divide it up and they have this beautiful luncheon and everyone gets a check at the end of the luncheon. Mm-hmm. And, we do the same. Oh, I love that. I just think that's great because, nice. you, you know, you sometimes – you know, you forget. So you don't want to forget anyone. So I love that. But um, but yeah, no. So I, okay, okay, you're right. That's that is smart. Kind of a one time list. And then yeah, that's a one. T- you don't even you could skip that meeting with your spouse and just say these are the people that we give gifts to. Right. Like, I mean, technically, I already know if I'm going to give a gift to, you know, my husband's cousin. Like, you know, we've, we've made that decision once. It pretty much carries forward. Okay. But Unless we like, have what about your parents? Cousin. Like, do you every year you're like, my parents are going to get a $20 gift card to Target? Like, no, you have to still like get creative on those kind of things. And then also, of course, the big one is the kids. Like, we need to sit down and yes. really think about what we're going to get our oh, kids yeah. for Christmas. And we usually fight over what to get the kids for Christmas. Do you really? Well, he doesn't really like any of the idea. I'm always like, let's get him, a, you know, something really cool, something really weird. And um, yeah, I feel like. I just end up doing it anyway. <laughs> well, I've been keeping a list this year of all the things my kids need that there's just mm. never a good time to buy them. And I'm going to, this is my first year, I'm going to be like a Black Friday shopper. Because oh, I, I have smart. my list. It's not like I'm just sitting there like, you know, going through the computer like, well, what could I get them? It's like, I know my kids, you know. Well, okay, will you post that list on our show notes? Well, my Welcome. list is sort of specific for, for uh my kids. For your, yeah, I know, but I think it sounded pretty sharp. You were kind of telling me about it. Okay, like, well, one kids. of the things I want, yes. So my kids. That's smart. They, I feel like that we travel, I mean, we don't travel a ton, but like we travel enough. Or they'll do overnight sleepovers. Cousins, sleepovers, yeah. exactly. Um, to where like, I'm kind of feel like they're old enough to where we could sort of move out of the Ziploc bag with a, you know, crusty toothbrush. In it. <laughs> yeah. like, right. We're all bag. doing that. We're all doing right. the same and, thing. And like, I went on Land's End. They have these super cute like overnight bags. They have a zipper on it and like uh, you can get it monogrammed. I'm like, you mm-hmm. know what? That would make a great gift and they're going to keep it 
they'll, I mean, they'll probably keep that, you know, all through high school. So, oh yeah. So I'm good. So I have a list of that. I need, we, we're going to go skiing in the spring. They need some ski clothes. Like, let's have that be a Christmas gift rather than like me scrape, which is, which if I don't do it right now, it'll be like the mm-hmm. day before we go skiing. I'm like, oh wait, nothing fits you. But I've been keeping this like running list. Okay. One more. Give me, throw me one more bone. What else is on it? Oh gosh. Now it was really those two things. Really those two things. <laughs> but one year, you know what it was? One year, which is like a similar vein is a sleeping bag. Like my husband had been saying like for months right. they needed a sleeping bag. And I'm like, do they really need one in the next six weeks? Because that would be a really fun Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. one. Um, right. I mean, this makes me sound like I'm the Or a fresh um, holder for um, school lunches. You gave me one years ago for Patton, I think, and Cohen. And um, I think we've kind of, you know. It's time for a new one. It might be time for a new one. This makes yeah. me sound like I'm like the meanest mom. Like, here's your orange for Christmas. But like, they needed blankets for their beds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> totally Whatever. No, Whatever. but I got them really like nice blankets that were really cool. And they had their names on them. And that was just sort of like, again... Like, I could have just randomly bought them some blankets, but, like, to have a blanket, they open it up and they match and they have their names on them. They were like, oh, yeah. these are cool blankets. And then, like, they snuggle with them and watch movies. So it was a cute thing. Um, okay, but, Graham, I, we've still got a lot more on our list to get to, but I think we need That's to take fun. a quick little pause to tell everyone about our sponsor, which, by the way, might make a little great gift for a co-host <laughs> of a podcast. Just saying. <laughs> Especially if you have one who loves a good backpack. That's true. We've got Holly and Tanager. I like a backpack, Kirsten. In fact, if you're looking for a really cool Italian leather, subtle, soft, cowhide, luxurious backpack, it converts with elegance and ease. It has, this is the coolest part, it has a pocket in the bottom that you can put like a yoga mat in. You can unzip it and put a yoga mat in. And it also has a special section where you can put your dirty shoes, which I don't know about you, but I'm like constantly changing my shoes through the day. Um, so you can fit like your iPad, notebook, snacks, tennis shoes, water bottle, um, all your junk basically, and a 17-inch laptop, kids snacks. So I think it is beautiful and the quality is really, really lovely. Well, you're talking specifically about the professional backpack tote, which converts from mm-hmm. a backpack to a tote, um, to a crossbody bag, which is which is amazing. Like I love the idea of fashion and function and just really good design that actually makes sense. Oh my gosh, can I just tell you really quickly? My husband left, um, I took his keys and they were in my purse and I could just see the look of disgust as he was going through my purse, like (laughs) gum wrappers, you know, bags of coupons, like everything is a nightmare. Like an organized bag is is kind of the dream. So 20 um, pens, I have so many pens. Oh, 20 pens and pencils because of homework. But, um, But anyway, they have a lot of beautiful everyday handbags you don't see every day. We just are big fans specifically of the professional backpack tote because genius um but as a listener of our show you're going to get 15 percent of your first order which is great like this is what i'm talking about this is why you write our gifts out on paper because you're like oh i have that great coupon code i can save 15 percent. so this is very smart you're going to want to okay now guys this this is advanced podcast listening right here you're going to want to visit hollyandtanager.com slash the home hour and use the pro- promo code the home hour at checkout. Graham, what's the name of our show? Welcome home. Uh-huh. But what's the what's the <laughs> promo code? The home hour. Okay, wait. Okay, you got it. 50%. Okay. So guys, remember, if there's an old show you're listening to, please continue to use those promo codes. 15% off your first order, hollyandtanager.com slash the home hour and the promo code the home hour at checkout. I think our listeners are going to figure this out, but 
They're pretty short multitasking crew. They All right, sure are. Thank you, Holly of, and Tanager. Thank you. Speaking of, okay, I want to talk about my fall tip, which I think is really cool. Okay. Um, and actually, I can't even claim it as my own. My good friend, who's a good listener to the show, she clued me into this. Basically, I don't know about you, but our school seems to do a lot of fundraisers in the fall. Like there's always a wrapping paper sale or um, a book, you know, a book drive. Like we just got through the Usborne book drive at my other son's school. And the truth is I was kind of, I'm one of those people who just kind of likes to, you know, write my check to the PTO and be done with it. I don't like to purchase a lot of different things like, cause I've never loved the concept of not the school, not getting the whole amount of money. And then me spending money on things that I didn't like quote unquote need, although it was quality. But what I've done now is I've started using the fall fundraisers for my benefit for the holidays. So what I've done That's is smart. I've gone, yeah. So the wrapping paper sale, like I love wrapping paper. I think it would be awesome to get a beautiful roll of wrapping paper. But I just never thought about it as a way to do my early Christmas shopping and make a charitable contribution to the school and do something that was good. So basically, the people on my street, if anyone's listening, you're getting a an advance uh, notice of what you're getting for the Chris- for Christmas. But everyone's getting, you know, a beautiful roll of wrapping paper and some, you know, some gift tags. I like that. So that was a way to kind of do like triple good work. That's really smart. That's right. Yeah. Um, hey, another thing from your list that I liked, which is something I do not do, mm-hmm. but you're so smart, is it's always about the kids. It's always about the house and the food. I like that you put on their Christmas party outfits. Oh, yeah. That's one of the first times. For some reason, I've started thinking about that um, and kind of all your holiday outfits. Not that, I mean, everyone's going out and buying a whole new wardrobe for the holidays, but it is fun, especially in a small town. Like you kind of see the same people over and over and over again to have a few cute things. And, you know, now's not a bad time, and especially Black Friday, like you said, to think about, you know, a couple fun new shirts, like maybe a good pair of black pants. I don't know. Stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like I wear the exact same thing too every Christmas. Like I got a really cute skirt a couple years ago from J. Crew that was like a Christmas plaid, mm-hmm. and it's my go-to. But then every year I'm like, wait, did I wear this exact same thing last year? But then right, I, your go-to. If holiday. I can't remember, nobody right. else. Well, and wear. even if you just kind of get one outfit a year, eventually you'll have a fun little collection of holiday mm-hmm. ensembles. I like things with have a lot of bows. I like shirts with bows on them. Mm-hmm. I do too. Fun. That's fine. And then it's huge here to get your Christmas PJs really early, like you, for kids. Will your boys still wear them? Uh, my boys won't wear any PJs, which I'm almost embarrassed to admit. <laughs> they sleep au natural. I forgot about that. <laughs> so We've switched to like, we won't wear cute PJs, like the kind where they're like, you know, leggings. Mm-hmm. But um, But my son will wear like cool, you know, pants, like flannel pants. Okay. So... That's- I wish I could make that transition, but, well, it was so awkward. Although my middle we were... son who loves costumes, he will wear them if it looks like a Santa suit. <laughs> then it, then it's not a, or an elf suit, either one. But it can't be pajamas. It's got to be like a costume, which I think is actually awesome. That doesn't make any sense. I love it. But <sighs> yeah, Christmas pajamas. That's fun. Actually, I sprung last year for bathrobes for the boys and they will wear a bathrobe. I mean, completely au naturel underneath, but they they love a bathrobe, um, which everyone in our family does. That's uh, cool. Another thing I think is a good thing, this is off the Christmas party outfits, always having some cash on hand. I feel like at the last minute, you always kind of forget about the people, you know, who show up, like you're saying, like the mailman or the UPS guy or the FedEx guy or whatever it is, just to have a little cash to dole out. Giving cash for some reason just creeps me out. 
Yeah, but there are certain people who like really would prefer cash. No, no, it I know. You, you know out, what I do? I do gift want. cards to like stores I know everyone in the world shops at. You know what I mean? I'll do yeah, a Target but I think or that's Walmart. Over. Or... Cash is king. It's almost becoming an old fashioned gift, Kirsten. <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> Honestly. Like how my dad always gives my kids $2 bills at Christmas. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, $2 Loves bills. Those. They get so They're excited. Amazing. But then they, those kind of stink because you're like, oh, I don't want to spend it. That's kind of cool. Uh-huh. And like, I'm going to annoy whoever I'm giving this $2 bill to because, <laughs> but it's fun oh, for, it's fun for opening. $2 um, bills are the greatest trick up your sleeve ever. They're great. You go to the bank, you basically ask for like a stack of $2 bills, as many as you can afford at the time, and they'll get them for you. And then I'd love to give them to when somebody valet parks a car, you know, like to the valets or something like that. Let's get a valet on the phone and see if they're super excited. <laughs> I bet they are pumped. I mean, it's legal tender. I don't understand what your problem is. It, it counts. Because I, I just feel like you're, like, annoying everyone. Why? It's legal tender. Spend it if you want. Stop I don't care. saying legal tender. <laughs> <laughs> it's legal. <laughs> okay, it's... let's talk about food. Oh, yes. That is a really good idea. Okay. Um, I think, I feel like you are kind of a foodie. You enjoy mm-hmm. cooking. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so... Why what do you, is you have on your list outsource stress? cooking? Okay, well, I've outsourced cooking, cook in advance, and cook with friends because, yeah, because there's some things where it's like I do enjoy. If, it's very personal. If you enjoy holiday baking, then this is like the time mm-hmm. of year. Yes, mm-hmm. I have a reason to bake. That's great. If you don't enjoy it, don't do it. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's the end thing. And like for outsourced cooking, for example, um, I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year. You know, I looked at a bunch of there's like a gourmet grocery store here and they're gonna do they do a whole turkey dinner I mean this thing is like it feeds eight people it's the turkey Mm -hmm. it's the cranberry it's the mashed potato not mashed how hard is cranberry Kirsten it's a can open okay right right well I can do that I can do that but it's it's you know what I mean it's like it's like all the all the little side dishes that are just gonna Mm -hmm. be like another thing on my to-do list it's Mm -hmm. so reasonably priced Includes oh, yeah. the pie, includes the dips, includes the gravy, includes the sweet potato with marshmallow. I mean, everything is included in this. And like by the time I've bought everything and then I messed up one thing, it's just, you know, where is it? But if there's one thing, if you want to make that one pie, then you do that. Mm-hmm. If you want to make that really fun appetizer that looks like a turkey that's made out of an orange, you know, bell pepper, then you can do that <laughs> because you're not like, I have 17 other things to do. So I think like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it always feels like it's going to be this massive, expensive, extra mm-hmm. thing to go outsource part of it. And it usually actually isn't, especially mm-hmm. if you're using a grocery store. You know, maybe if I you're agree. going to like a very fancy restaurant, but I feel like the grocery store, as we've talked about many times on this grocery show. Grocery stores have come on the up and they are the most Amazing. underutilized. Yep. Agreed. We really need to sit down. I was reading. I was I was at the MRI office the other day and we, like, yeah, like the scan MRI. And, and there she's was a, fine, everyone. Yeah. And there was a catering magazine for the local public supermarket. And I read it and I literally, my, my jaw was on the floor at all the things that these guys did that no one would ever know. Like they'll roast peanuts for you. Seriously. Like, yeah. I mean, just crazy stuff. Like you go, you get a jar of whole peanuts, you know, from the aisle, you pull it off, you like bring it back to the deli counter and they'll just roast them up for you. Okay, but my, you know what my one caveat to this is? Because I've never mm-hmm. cooked a turkey, and everyone's like, it's so easy. But it just, I don't know. It feels like it's a very, 
I should have went one time in my life cook a turkey, but I'll teach you. I'm excellent at roasting birds. However, um, that is the one thing that if I throw a big Thanksgiving party, which I love to do, uh-huh. that I have started outsourcing because not because it's difficult. Turkeys are easy, but they're so cumbersome and messy and require right. so many pots and pans and dishes and right. time, and they take up so much oven space that that is a really, really, really good thing to outsource. And right. then you can make all the casseroles. Right. Um, okay, so the one thing I will say, though, about the opposite of that, because I agree with mm-hmm. you, is I don't go to Honey Baked Ham because the line ruins the my line's day. so crazy. The line ruins my Have you gotten the hams from Costco? Oh, I know you're obsessed with these. I, I'm obsessed. You? It's so yeah. easy because they're already cooked. You're just like putting them in your crock pot. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. Like I've you, heard legend of this. Oh, it is the easiest thing in the world. Like they have the the honey bakedness around it. The what do they call it? The sugar baked. Yeah, the, or the sugar coating. So what do you do? You just put it in the crock pot. You and literally put it in the top. crock pot. Open the seasoning packet. Smug it all over it. You know, smudge it. I'm doing the movements with my hands right now. <laughs> and then you put the lid on it, and that's it. Like, but wait, do you so... have to put water in the bottom? No, Surely. I don't remember. But it's. I mean, this is the easiest thing in the world. Like the huh. the instructions are on. Um, I mean, you can do it in the oven, but the instructions are on the thing. It is so easy. Is it, it pre-sliced? Was... Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. I mean, it's How... amazing. And it fits in a crock pot. Uh-huh. I mean, okay. you have to have a bigger crock pot, but it also could fit in your oven, too. I have just I have a small oven and a big crock pot, so you work with what you got. So Maybe we could stop a little podcasting a little early and I can go out to Costco. I do have a million things to do today. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Any more um, tips? Um, you know, my only tip I guess that we we haven't talked about decor that much. Mm-hmm. I feel like my decor is really mishmash. I don't mm-hmm. know, but yeah. and I kind of want to jazz it up a little bit. But it's also mm-hmm. like I, I hate buying stuff that I'm only going to use one one month of the year. I do too. So, so I try. To well, and like, I always forget after the holiday to go and really because I'm over it at that point. Yeah. Oh, you're totally over it. Exactly. Um. So I've I've just kind of made a deal with myself. I buy one thing every year. Just one. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm doing now is because we have so many boxes of Christmas decorations that mm-hmm. for me, I have I put in our notes a staging area. For me, it's it's not cold here in December, early December, late November. Um, so I do my staging area outside. Mm-hmm. But um, if you were going to do it like in the living room because you're decorating the family room, you want to do it in your kitchen or whatever it is. But I have a staging area and like mm-hmm. you, I don't just open the boxes like you have to pass the inspection you know what I mean? Because I'm tired of like putting up like the reindeer with the broken foot. Like at a certain point, like because then what happens is by the end of Christmas, I'm like, next year I'll deal with it. I just put it yes, back. I, I put do it that back. too. I do that too. I've got this reindeer and he's covered in glitter. And literally like the glitter's all over my hands. It gets yes. in my mouth. I hate that reindeer. my table. I hate that reindeer. Right. But I'm like, well, he's one of my Christmas decorations. And his and his antler is chipped. And right. <laughs> yet right. I put him out every year. And But does he make you mad every year? And you're like, next year I'm going to get on that. Right. Well, I think he's pretty. That's the problem. I'm also oh. kind of annoyed that this cool reindeer is like such a mess. I know. Um, well, that is a whole different story. But like, I have things yeah. that every year I get out and I'm like, Ugh, I do not like this. But then yes. it's like, well, it's already here. I guess I'll just put it in the corner where I put it last year. And then by the end of Christmas, I'm like, oh, I'll just put it back and I'll deal with it next year. Yes, so I what think I'm we do- all do the right, same. We thing. all are doing this. So yeah, what I'm doing yeah. is like, you have to pass the test. And I'm gonna have my bag for trash, my bag for donate, my bag, you know, and I'm gonna wow. have it all. And before you can, before I put you up on the mantle, like if you have two little pathetic holly leaves and you are hand me down and you're 27 years old and like, mm-hmm. you know, you're probably right. going to start a fire. Guess what? Right. right. No. 
you were or not if all the moss the is thinned out on some arrangement, you know, because it's like been overhandled so much. But totally. I'm just like trying to make it work somehow. I have a lot of Christmas that I'm just trying to make it work. Trying to make it work, right? But I also have these like beautiful ceramic. Um, they're like little houses, like a little post office. They're so cute mm-hmm. and they light up. And one of them is cracked, but I can use garland to like cover the cracked area and it's fine. And I will keep it because it's so pretty. But um. It is such a pain. They're such a pain because they're so fragile that I've also uh-huh. learned, like, never again will I buy fragile. I have, a, okay, I have a grand pop quiz. You probably don't know about me. And I feel so, uh, maybe my mo- sweet mother-in-law is not listening to this one because I know she loves them. But it's something, like, I can't, I really just can't stand them, which is going to make me sound like the devil incarnate. But uh, do you know something I can't stand? What? And probably everyone listening is going to hate me. And I'm sorry. I just don't like them. Nativity sets. <laughs> why i don't know i don't know i just like so many pieces and what do you really do with them and they called... keep christ in christmas graham i know there's there's people i mean who go from all over to see different ones and i understand i just for some reason i just don't you are literally the only person who's like less jesus more commercialism and <laughs> I just do not like nativity sets so the ranger makes the cuts and the nativity set doesn't I know it's true. I don't put it out. I guess what it is is I just picture like my kids knocking them over and spreading the little pieces all over the house and me spending the time like trying to, you know, track down one of the three wise men that's like under a sofa cushion somewhere. Didn't you know, just, just spend the entire weekend at an Episcopalian retreat? Yeah, I know. I'm I know. Tell I'm just... somebody. I, um, I no, them. I do. I think nativity scenes are great. I, I like them. However, that Fisher Price nativity scene that when I had preschoolers, everyone oh, said all you needed. Have? Yeah, oh, they're yeah. like, you need this for your kids. You need this. Oh, my and, children are obsessed with it. Oh, really? See, I feel like mm-hmm. I went to three different toy stores. I'm like, my children's spiritual health depends on this. Like, they won't understand Christmas. Like, my children have never once played with the Fisher Price nativity scene. Oh, mine asked me more for that to come out than Elf on a Shelf. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. They love it. But so then again, I'm like, children... oh, it's a nativity set. Keep it away. <laughs> Understand, Chris. You have to find a whole special area for it, too. That's the other problem. Like, is it supposed to take up a whole middle of a table? Like, am I supposed to clear off an area to set up this nativity? I just don't know. I don't know. I put it on top of a chest of a, like a little chest. Like a chest That's such drawers. a bah humbug thing to do. But I just bah don't really like them. Bah um, hey, do you do no Christmas kids. lights? Welcome home. Wait, what? do you do Christmas lights? I just want to know that, too. And when you do those. I'm, oh, that's the other problem. You know what? And that would, okay, that would be something too, right? We've lived in our house for six years. We do not have very many outside plugs. Mm-hmm. We need a bit, you know, how, like we kind of have, you kind of have the hooks that are preset, right? Mm-hmm. Like all our, mm-hmm. all our nails are in. So when it's stocking time, the stockings just go out, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very easy and it's not a big deal. But we don't have a good place to put, to plug stuff in for outside. Okay. So I'm going to say to you, you know how you're like, just make okay. that list once. Right. I exactly. You figure it out once. You figure out which is the extension cord. You put a little masking tape on it and say Christmas lights. Right. Plug exactly. into, so, you know, right. garden hose outlet. Right. Exactly. I probably need to maybe call an electrician and get an outlet or two put outside the house. And I mean, it can't be that difficult. Or just like an extension cord that you know is like long enough and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right. But I can't leave a door cracked. Oh, OK. Well, okay. You're not making any sense. We'll have to talk this through. I'll have to, we'll I'll have to see the electric plans of your house, and we'll discuss <laughs> offline. Um, okay, Graham, I think our first episode as the Welcome Home podcast was... We're just welcome home, Kirsten. Just welcome home. But our website is the Welcome Home <laughs> oh, podcast. Oh, my gosh, we haven't talked about that. Yeah, we have a new website. It's called the Welcome Home podcast. 
thewelcomehomepodcast.com. Uh-huh. And you're going to be, you're going to, if you're following us on Instagram, guys, you're going to see our new logo. It's going to be so exciting. It is very exciting. It's, but hopefully everyone out there, you've started thinking about the holidays. We're getting excited. We love the holidays. Yeah, Even for all the bah humbug and Grinchery. I mean, it's a great time. It's a happy time. It's a time where we would love to welcome people into our homes. In fact, I'm not going to not stop my Christmas cards, Kirsten, because I have three listeners from last year who emailed me and wanted to get on my Christmas card list. And so just for you guys, you're still on my list. Oh, I love it. If I do my Easter cards again this year, they will be on my list as well. I love that. Um, okay, oh, yeah. Graham. And if you want to send us an email, our email address is hello at the welcome home podcast.com. Oh, right. Hello at the com. The show is called Welcome Home. The website is called The Welcome Home Podcast. Welcome home, kiddos. <laughs> Talk to you later. Welcome home. <laughs>